Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Panthers last night, 5-1, to one, joining us to talk about all things Blues. This is our Blues Insider with The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, who joins us right now via the 101 ESPN Celebrity Line. Jared, uh, certainly not the game that the Blues wanted last night, uh, but they played they played a lot better than the 5-1 score would, would indicate. I guess I'll just ask you the same question that you probably assume was coming. You'll get on uh, damn near every show. How do you fix this power play? <laughs> Yeah, I just jotted down uh, some notes for the past 15 minutes, and I'm like, I hope they ask me about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so what's the not, answer, I, JR? <laughs> Enough with the joking. What's okay, wrong with the power play? problem, JR. I don't appreciate your laughter. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the uh, the breaking news sounder. I have the uh, answer to the power play. <laughs> Go ahead, Marsh. Let's fire it out here. Fire it up. Come on. Who needs Brad Richards? We got JR. Yeah. 101 ESPN breaking news alert. What do you got, JR? Hi, this is Jeremy Rutherford in Imperial, Missouri, reporting for the fast lane today. And the power play has struggled this year. It is 12 for 113. That's 10.6%. It is now last in the NHL, dead last. And after talking to Drew Bannister today, guys, uh, they have come to the conclusion that the power play needs to score. <laughs> that was great. You know, Jamie, why don't you ever say anything like why that? Why did you insightful? What See, are you guys, doing? He's been asking you for weeks now. <laughs> What's wrong with this power to play? They got to score. How you're simple right. is that? Good you, stuff, we, JR. Simplify. JR, you're yeah, hired. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. That's unfortunate. Uh, JR, when you're watching that game last night, for you, obviously the power play is the black eye of the game. They they don't score on the four-minute power play, and then they don't score on the power play to begin the third period where they're down by a goal and desperately needed a goal at that point. But when you're watching that game, aside from the power play, what are some other things that you picked up in that loss? Well, obviously the power play, number one. Uh, but, yeah, I thought the first two periods were pretty good. First period was, was great, like you were saying earlier, Riv. Uh, there was a little sloppy puck play at times. I feel like that could have been better. But it's, it's tough against a good Florida team that's been humming here lately. Uh, you know, I think, like Drew Bannister said, there was one tough mistake made with that uh, Verona turnover. But you can't lose a game on one play necessarily. You know, I, I know we're avoiding the power play here, but I just go back to that. Like, when you have – the four-minute power play, and then you have the minute 49 fresh ice to start the third. You got to score. That's the number one thing with this guys. Is uh, I, I think even when the four minutes goes up on the jumbotron, and you realize the significance of it, who in the building thinks this unit's going to score? I, I just it's gotten to that point where you just don't even believe that it's coming. Jr. The Blues are seven and four in their last eleven games, and this is a pretty tough stretch for them. What what do they need to do? Obviously, other than the obvious, to to make sure that they compete and get some wins out of the stretch. Yeah, I think just continue to play like they've been playing uh, for the most part lately. You know, even the first two periods last night, as we said. But 
you know, they've been playing some good teams here lately in Vancouver and, and Carolina and, and playing tight games and showing up in the third period. And last night it got away with uh, get away from them. Uh, but I think, you know, you're going to run into obviously some tough teams here, like you said, New York and, and Boston and, and next week you got Philadelphia. Oh, I wonder if that'll be a little interesting off the ice. <laughs> uh, but but I just think it's a situation. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, a couple mistakes last night cost you. Um, but uh, for the most part, I like the way that they've been trending lately. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider with The Athletic, joining us right now on the fast lane. So you just alluded to the Kevin Hayes situation. What can you share about it, and, and what, what, should we, what should we know? Yeah, just how adamant Kevin Hayes was yesterday when I asked him about the situation with uh, Cutter Gautier there, the prospect in, uh, in Philadelphia, now traded to Anaheim. I'm sure you guys have covered it up and down, so uh, we don't need to necessarily set the table anymore. But all I know is that when I asked Kevin Hayes, uh, hey, do you have a response to that? Uh, the next three minutes and 30 seconds were Kevin Hayes talking. So it was he was pretty upset by the situation with, understandably so, he feels like he had no part in Godier's decision, uh, which forced the trade to Anaheim and wanted to make sure he was trying to uh, clear his name, the fact that uh, he did not steer the prospect away from the Philadelphia Flyers. Jared, do you think a situation like that could impact him on the ice? Uh, you, you, that's a, a life situation. We worry about the sport aspect, but but the actual living part is, can that impact him on the ice? I think so, Kerry, um, to a you know certain degree. Obviously, as Riv knows, once you drop the puck, you know you tend to, to put that stuff behind you for a couple hours, and you know that too, uh, Kerry. But I, I think that the magnitude to which it got, you know, none of us are Kevin Hayes. None of us went on social media yesterday morning and saw death threats and you know comments about his brother who's passed. And I know you guys have uh, talked about how despicable that was. Unfortunately, social media, pro sports, you know, we see that stuff all the time. But we've never lived a day. At least I haven't. Anthony hasn't. Uh, sorry to bring that up, Anthony. In uh, these guys' shoes, in terms of what they have to deal with. So. You know, for the most part, uh, Kevin tried to put it to rest yesterday. I'm sure it'll linger on, especially with the Flyers coming to town next week. Uh, but uh, for a couple hours anyway, I'm sure you just try to put it away. Yeah, and uh, I'd like a caveat there yet, JR. I haven't lived that <laughs> uh, yet. That's a good point, Anthony. Still time. This is going to be a college baseball comment there. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, yeah. JR, the, uh, the Blues Hall of Fame ceremony that weekend is coming up here soon, and it was announced today the former Blues executive Susie Matthew will be honored with her first ever, with the first ever True Blue Award uh, for her commitment and the impact on the organization. Let me just say, I'm going to ask you about this in a second, but Susie Matthew and I have a direct connection, and the, the connection is on draft day in 1993, I had interviewed with the Blues twice that weekend, and I did wasn't even supposed to talk to them once. I talked to them twice, and after the second interview... Uh, they got together, had a meeting, and then on the floor, the draft floor, they had their second pick coming up. And they're all talking about who they wanted to pick. And Susie Matthews says, I want to pick Jamie Rivers. I like Jamie Rivers. He's my pick. And they all like said, well, he's a good interview. He did this. And so they announced me as their second pick that year at the draft. And Susie Matthew and I always joke about it to this day that I was her pick. That's awesome. And so I think it's a great award for someone who's just an awesome individual that brought so much to this organization, JR. As you know, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know. She is the absolute best. That's a great story. Uh, I've known Susie for several years. You guys, she was the first ever PR director for a professional sports franchise, to my knowledge, in any of the big sports. Wow. And 
So that was in the 1970s uh, with the uh, St. Louis Blues. And obviously she was way, way, way much more than a a PR director. As you said, she did the draft for him, right? (laughs) But I I talked to uh, Brett Hall a couple times, and he said, Susie was a second mom to me. Uh, She picked me up at the airport after the trade from Calgary, and she never left his side. Uh, One time I was working on a story about Brett Hall, and I called Susie Matthew, and she goes, Jeremy, I couldn't find him for like three days. I'm trying to get a hold of him. All of a sudden, there's a report in Minnesota of this car wreck, and the TV stations are calling me. They're saying the car that was in the accident, and there was a fatality. Uh, it, it was Brett Hall's license plate, and I, I can't get a hold of him. I'm so worried about Brett. Finally, Jeremy, I get a hold of him, and I tell Brett the story, and Brett goes, Ah, oh, let him worry. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> she- so, so Susie, Susie was always watching him, right? She was always babysitting Brett Hall. Well, that's the thing. That's the, 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 the beauty of... All of this is Susie Matthew was Brett Hull's babysitter. Now, so much more for the organization, but she took care of Brett, made sure that he got to you know appearances and signed things and did this and did that. Like he said, it was like his second mother, and that's not a lie. So the, the organization certainly owes a lot to Susie Matthew, and I, I'm just thrilled that they have this award and she's the first recipient, man. She is so deserving of it. Just saw her, Anthony, not too long ago at the Blues Alumni Holiday Skate, her and her husband, and it's awesome. Every time I, I see her, we have a good laugh, and she always tells that story and That's told great. my kids that story. Uh, so I, I'm thrilled for her, and nice. uh, I know you are too, J.R. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I can't wait to hear more of the stories. You guys know 1986, Monday Night Miracle, Blues beat Calgary here in St. Louis, and then they've got to go to Calgary for Game 7, and if they win, they're going to play in, in the Stanley Cup Final. Well, they lose, and Harry Ornest cancels the plane flight mm-hmm. and, and the plane reservations back to St. Louis. Guess who put all the flights, all the players' flights on their credit card for the flight from Calgary back to St. Louis? Susie Matthew and Bernie Federico put them on their personal credit cards to get the boys back home from wow, Calgary. They that's should, incredible. She did it all, yeah. That's great stuff, JR. Well, thank you for some of those short, those stories. Uh, and also thank you, of course, for the breaking news on how to fix the power play. Something we haven't thought of. Just score more on the power well, play. we got a lot more notes here that we <laughs> well, well, we'll bring you back next week. How about that? We'll go over more of them. Uh, okay. Let's do, uh, let's do next Wednesday. Okay. Right, next right. Wednesday, right around the same time. All right, JR. Have a good rest of your week, man. All right, you guys too. Bye. At J.P. Rutherford online for more hard-hitting stuff. He's, Jared's the best. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Fantastic. That was great. Yeah, he's great. <laughs>